Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from New Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about a verse in Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 5. It says, refresh me with apples. God refreshes us with apples. So last night, or on the Feast of Trumpets, Rosh Hashanah, we just passed through the Feast of Trumpets, Rosh Hashanah, and the typical tradition during that time is to have apples with honey. To symbolize it's going to be a sweet new year. Because that day is like New Year's Eve in the Jewish culture. Apples with honey. Refresh me with apples. And we're in this time of year right now called the 40 days of Teshuvah. And we're in the final 10 days of it called the 10 days of awe. And Teshuvah means to turn or repent. To turn or repent. In Acts chapter 3. It tells us if we turn or repent, that God would wipe away our sins and times of refreshing would come from his presence. And this refreshing, we have these apples with honey. It's a reminder of the refreshing that God come, that comes from God's presence. And so we're going to take communion over this today. Asking God for this refreshing that he gives us in Christ. And I was just, uh, as I was looking up this verse we're going to talk about today, I was looking up the word refresh. And one of the definitions has to do with something like spreading out a bed, like making a bed, making it fresh and spreading it out. Sometimes we get tangled up in a bunch of things in life. And God can refresh us. He can untangle us, untie us from some of the things that we've been caught up in. In the New Testament, it says Jesus came to undo the works of the devil. And one of the translations of that you could say to untie, to untangle us. So one of the concepts we teach in our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, especially in the area of time. Sometimes we get tangled up in some things that we're not supposed to be tangled up in. And he wants to untie us from those things. He's going to refresh us and untie us from those things to set us free to a new level. Let's talk about our filters real quick today. We've already gone over a lot of them. But these filters are little things that I write at the top of my journal every night. To help me stay in rhythm with God, to keep things top of mind to help filter my decision-making. is so I like to start with the big picture vision. And that's for us in our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, that's having Abundant Life training centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program started for me about 10 years ago with Proverbs 13, 22. It says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. So I began to seek after God. He began to show up, began to teach me and train me. He taught me this whole new way to live. When we make him the source of everything, we learn how to rest and trust in him. We learn how to walk in the light, walking in faith and love and forgiveness and humility to do things his way. Now, it wasn't always easy all the time. Learning a new way to live meant I had to put off some old ways to learn how to walk out this new way of living. And I began to document what he was taking me through and the things that he was teaching me. And it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And our goal is to take these blueprints and to build Abundant Life training centers all over the world that are implementing these blueprints. Communities of people who are thriving together, working in unity together, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then this year, in 2022, we've been focused on the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God told the people, I'm going to give you the best and most beautiful land in the whole world. And that was their inheritance. 
And it's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. It's got everything we need in it. And God's been teaching us this year how to possess that land, how to hold fast to it by filling up the basket of praise. Praising him for all that he's done for us. Praising him for who he is. Praising him for all that he's done for us in Christ. And then this month, we've been focused on financial stewardship. Managing and multiplying everything God's entrusted to us. We've been focusing on that in September of 2022. And then this week, as we go around the yearly cycle, think of it as a circle of a year. It's a 360 degree view of who God is and all that he's done for us in Christ. Different times of the year. Give us different angles, glimpses of who he is. Give us little nudges back in the right direction, just in case we ever get off track. And we just passed through the Feast of Trumpets or Rosh Hashanah, which is a reminder to put off our old ways and to walk out this resurrected life. And we're in what's called right now the 10 days of all. These are the 10 days that lead up to the Day of Atonement, which is also called Yom Kippur. And Yom Kippur, or the Day of Atonement, it was called the most holy day of the year in the Jewish culture. Because it was the one day when the high priest could go into the Holy of Holies and make atonement for the sins of the people for the year. So there's a huge emphasis on getting everything righted before that day. It was like a major deadline. And so these 10 days leading up to that day, called the 10 days of Oz, a major time of repentance. It's a time to correct anything that's off track, make adjustments, be listening to our conscience, be tuning in, taking steps that we know to take. And as we do that, as we turn, as we repent, God refreshes us. That refreshing comes from his presence. So let's take a look at this scripture today. This is Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 5. This is the, the conversation back and forth between the bride, who's symbolic of the bride of Christ, and Jesus, the husband. It says, strengthen me with raisins. Refresh me with apples. For I am faint with love. I'm faint with love. Just been thinking about this concept a lot lately. Faint with love. Refresh me with apples because I'm faint with love. Feels like almost like you're you're overwhelmed with love, but at the same time, maybe you're you're kind of lovesick at the same time. Strengthen me with raisins, refresh us with apples. For I'm faint with love. The Bible tells us God gives strength to the weary. He's going to refresh us. And this time of year is a reminder for that, of that. So let's take communion over this. Heavenly Father, we are just so grateful for you. So grateful for this opportunity to walk in the light with you. To have fellowship with you, fellowship with people. To walk in the light as you are in the light. We're asking for your help. This verse here, I feel like you've been highlighting it to me. Strengthen us. We're asking you to strengthen us with raisins. Refresh us with apples because we are faint with love. Help us to walk in this verse. Help us to walk in this consistently. Staying refreshed, staying strengthened, staying in love consistently. Strengthened and refreshed so that we can, we can walk in love consistently. I thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Take a moment to remember, out of his great love for us, he sent us Jesus. He didn't have to. He could have left us on our own. 
And if he would do that, how would he not graciously and freely give us all things richly to enjoy? We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray. And he laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes we've been healed. He was crushed and destroyed by God so that we could be right and holy and perfect in his sight. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. And he raised us up together with him, made us sit there together with him, made us one with him. He made peace with us through the sacrifice of his son. We've been reconciled back to him, made one, been unified with him. Let's walk out this day connected to him from that positioning. So, Father, I thank you for this bread and all that it represents and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus, qualifies us to share in the inheritance with his holy people in the light. Let's give thanks for a moment for that. Just feel that gratitude in your body. His blood washes us and cleanses us, makes us new, gives us his fresh start in life today. We can walk out this day today connected with God, doing life together in partnership with him. Father, I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice. So today, as I'm recording this, we're finishing up day one, getting ready to start day two of the 10 days of all. And during this time every year, something I feel like God has shown me to do is to do a 10-day Daniel fast. Daniel fast, eating basically a vegan diet, only things that could be grown from a seed, plants, and drinking only water. I break that just a little bit. I have grape juice when we do communion. But for the most part, otherwise, I stick with it. Now, as I've started this, I've, I've done one day of this now. And remember, it's important when you do this Daniel fast. You don't do it out of your own strength and willpower and discipline. You roll the care of this over onto God. You say, God, if this is something you want me to do, I'm trusting you to sustain it. You to strengthen me to sustain it. And it'll be easy. It'll be effortless. So far, that's been the case for me. Just one day in. But after having done this a few years, I can tell you that's the case every time when you just roll the care of it over on him. But something I'm reminded of, this time of year right now, as we get closer to that deadline of the year on the Day of Atonement, there will almost always be an increase in pressure, especially in the area of time. You're going to have busy schedules and demands coming at you. There's going to be an increase in pressure. And something I've found is that part of the reason why I think this Daniel fast is beneficial is that Daniel fast begins to remove some of the pressure that's in your body. And it helps your body transition from the summer season to the fall season. 
is we've got two different times in the year where we do some specific things nutritionally to kind of clean the body out. And I feel like this one helps our body to remove some of the pressure and help our body start transitioning to the fall weather. But I hope it's been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about partnering with us in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center dot com.